0: Welcome to Above and Below, a salt life podcast where we're going to be exploring above and below the surface. We'll take in a deep dive into the world of fishing, diving, and surfing. Every week, we're going to sit down with experts to learn more about them and get their freshest, hottest takes on all things salty. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Above and Below, a salt life podcast. I'm your host, Kieran Anderson, and today we have Casey Leonhart on with us. Casey, how's it going?
1: Going good. How, how are you, Kieran? Super
0: good. Just cruising, just got done surfing. And we have really cold water. You're in Hawaii right now. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. I too just got done surfing and we have very warm water right now and warm weather. It was nice.
0: Nice. Lucky. Where'd you surf? (laughs)
1: Um, I surfed a little break called Lonnie's. It was only like maybe a foot, but for summer waves, it's pretty fun.
0: Nice. How long have you been in Hawaii?
1: So I've been in Hawaii for about four years now, um, but I've lived on the North Shore for only about three of them.
0: Sick. And you're from Florida. Yes.
1: Born and raised Florida.
0: How did you go from Florida to Hawaii?
1: So I have family from here. And so I grew up visiting a lot. And I was always like, oh, I'm going to live there one day. Like that's the dream. And then my family came to visit Florida for my grandpa's birthday one day and we're all at dinner and I was joking around. I was like, so when can I come live with you guys? And my cousin was like, actually, we just bought a new house with a full room and half bath in the back. So if you want to come now, no way. And yeah, I was like, dude, revoke the offer if you're not serious cuz I'm and I texted her multiple times after that and was like, revoke the offer if you're not serious cuz I'm coming. So I transferred my school to all online. Um this was pre-COVID days and picked up my life and moved out to Hawaii. That's
0: so spontaneous. I love that. That's rad.
1: It was it was fun. It was super the fun. The North Shore
0: is super fun. I, I miss that place. I used to spend a lot of time over there and uh I I'm super jealous that you're living there right now. I just get so I just get so landlocked though, when I'm there.
1: I occasionally get the island fever and luckily it always like hits me around the time when I'm like leaving for Florida or like I'm actually leaving in less than a week. I'm leaving on Sunday for El Salvador with soul Life. Um, so I leave enough to make it like nice, but I just, I don't know. I'm always able to find something to do, whether it's a wave. I really like hiking. Um, I like shell diving when it's flat. So. I can always find something to do, but I totally get the landlocked feeling. It is not for everyone.
0: I feel like I'm always like, if I'm not fishing or surfing, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go ride dirt bikes or I'm going to go skateboard or I want to do this or that. I guess you can ride dirt bikes there and stuff too, but I don't know. I'm I'm like a little frother when it comes to land. So
1: No, I totally get that. Totally get that. There's not a ton of land here, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> so give us a little overview on yourself. You surf, you dive, you do it all.
1: Okay, so... I was born in Florida, but we moved to South Carolina for a little for my mom's job when I was younger. And then we moved back to Florida because my dad, who's born and raised, was like, I need to be back by the ocean. So I'm going to go if you guys want to come with me. Um, So we all moved back to Florida. And that was around the time that I really fell in love with the ocean. So I was probably like 12, 13. Um, And then when I was 16, I got a surgery where I had metal put in my rib cage. And I had just learned to surf before that, like super basic, just kind of popping up, going straight, you know. but I had metal put in me and I couldn't I couldn't do anything. I couldn't do a push-up, I couldn't. like it took over a month for me able to be able to uh, sit up on my own. so I had to take four years off of doing like absolutely anything. And then I got those bars removed when I was 20. and that's when I just up and moved out to Hawaii, put my head down, got really serious about surfing. and like I was every day, twice a day to this one break that was a beginner break because that's you know I was learning. And I slowly started moving my way up the west side and surfing up there. And next thing I know, that's like what I'm doing every single day. And it's what I'm called for. And I'm starting to get like reach, like people are reaching out to me, different brands, things like that. Um, They're starting to see me around. And it was really cool because it was cool to like see so much hard work kind of pay off. And getting, you know, this getting started kind of late in the game for surfing, is hard. Most people start when they're like, seven younger parents, pull them out of school, homeschool. i like, that's their life. So it was cool to be able to like, actually kind of get into it, um, a little older, but it definitely helped to have like years where I couldn't do anything. Yeah. So I was like super frothed and sick. had all this stored up
0: energy. That's super sick. You're in the surfing Mecca right now too. So especially in the winter time, but oh, yeah. <clears throat> you were saying the West side and stuff like Makaha and all those waves, it gets so fun over there. I've spent a lot of time over there yeah. too. And it, you're like, So lucky because you guys can go surf the South in the summertime and get sick little waves and wintertime. Obviously there's waves everywhere. So you're so stoked. I know that's like the best place to be right now. And, And like so many people that are beginners listening in right now that want to go surf and stuff, you can go to Waikiki and you can go surf longboards and have a good time too. It's not always like, okay, we're in Hawaii. You have to surf pipeline. No, it's not like that at all. Like you can go to Waikiki, you can go to all these other little breaks and get the sickest little waves. Speaking of that, When you started off, were you taking lessons and stuff or how did you start?
1: No, I kind of, I've always had like a very, like when I was younger, my catchphrase was I can do it myself. Um, So I've had a very independent mentality my whole life. And so I just kind of threw myself out there. It probably would have been nice to like get a lesson. I recommend everyone now if they're starting, like get a lesson. It helps so much. Um, But I just threw myself out there. Um, I took a lot of beatings, (laughs) but... I definitely recommend if you're going to get into it, get a lesson or get someone that you're not super close with to try and teach you. I see so many times people have like their boyfriends teach them or something, and there's always these arguments and
0: it's it's teaching funny, is but so Lessons hard. are worth it. Teaching is so hard. I'm like I'm not like I can't I don't have enough patience for it. I don't know what it is. No me either. It's so bad. I just want to say, Yeah, me too.
1: I don't I don't have like the patience to like sit on the inside and like push someone in waves and like watch the outside just break in. Like
0: (laughs) So in Florida, like give us the biggest difference between Florida waves and Hawaii waves.
1: Oh God. Um size, heaviness. Um North Shore's heavy. It's no joke. Like I've I have prayed to higher powers many a times (laughs) in the water, just hoping to like touch land again. Um that's never really happened to me in Florida but Florida still has like, we'll get epic. Sometimes I remember I went back one time and there was a hurricane and I scored, um, there's a place in the town I'm from Stuart, called the rocks. And it was just this like peeling left-hand barrel. And I was like, this is epic. Um, but I would definitely say the like heaviness and the weight of the waves, North shore. It's like, it just pounds you, but it also, it brings so much power. So like when you're on the wave, you're able to like rip it like no other, but
0: it's pretty amazing, like, not a lot of people obviously track swells and stuff. Like, yeah, you go on Surfline, you're like, oh, it says fair to good or whatever. But there is nothing blocking the North Shore. And that's why their waves are so powerful. And, like, a deep ground swell gets so good there. And same thing with, like, Oregon and, like, the Pacific Northwest. There's nothing blocking. So the swell is so much greater there. It's so much bigger. It's so much more powerful. So, like, people that are beginning this stuff going to the North shore probably isn't your best option. You know, like it's, it it can get super gnarly and the crowds are gnarly. It gets hectic out there. There's hundreds of people out at pipe. There's hundreds of people out at logs, like everywhere around there gets super gnarly, but there's so many options on all of those islands to be able to surf small beginning waves too, which is super sick. Um, and I just feel like no matter where you are in surfing, you can adapt to a spot there, which is super rad. Um, and then hundred percent, yeah, and like the West Coast, you can too, but at the same time, it's like, I feel like when we have a really big south or a really big Northwest, like it can be a little chaotic. like at least on an island, you can go around to the other side and get smaller waves, you know, like I don't know. It's kind of weird. Hawaii's sick? I miss that place, dude. I miss that place.
1: It's so sick. I always recommend people if like you're ever coming to visit and you're looking for like a mellow wave, like, Number one, be real about your ability. Like we don't need to impress anyone. But if you're looking for an easy wave, white planes. Oh my God. It is the best beginner wave. Like it kind of reminds me of Florida. There's not really a channel, but it's soft and it's playful. And the crowd is like so friendly. Um, everyone's so supportive of each other, which is like the best way to get into. Surfing. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Cause you get to the North shore and guys are just, they'll look at you and they'll back paddle you. And like, you got to be able to hold your own a hundred percent. It's, it's hard for me. I like it. I'm definitely learning how to like hold my ground, how to like state my dominance when I'm paddling for a wave. Like, um, there's like, there's so much like actual skill that goes into it. And then there's also like kind of an essence of like mind games almost. Oh, there's but, so many mind games. There, know, it's crazy. All, so many mind games.
0: <laughs> it's funny. Like, I always remember I have, a, I have like a, a funny story about the North shore. I went, I was like probably like 17 at this time, but I was staying on the North shore and pipe was like absolutely insane. It was really good. And I was like, Oh dude, but rock piles look super good right now. Nobody's out. So I went out with my buddy and it was like probably like six in the afternoon, like getting, getting dusk. And I was like, Oh dude, this is sick. Like I missed a wave that was so good. It was like a, it would have been a 10. It was so nuts. And then right after that, um, my buddy got a wave And then I kind of hung out there because I was like, oh, I'm going to get a wave in. I'm going to get a wave in. And I was sitting out there and all of a sudden these sets started rolling through. And I was like, oh, my goodness, like it's really big and I'm really undergunned right now. And I didn't get any of the sets and I got stuck out there at like pitch black. And I was so scared, dude. I was like, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to get in? And I was just thinking to myself, like, this is my entrance to the North Shore. Like, it's so powerful. It's so gnarly. And like you go try to surf these waves with nobody out. But those waves are so gnarly, too. I get it, like pipes, the best one of the best waves in the world. But you know, you can get super good waves in other spots, and you think that it's a good idea to paddle out with no one. It's sketchy, dude. It gets so gnarly. No, it gets super gnarly. Yeah,
1: i I had a really gnarly experience at Gators last winter, where i um, I was like, I had surfed this one break up until it was maxing out, and then I thought I was just gonna like cruise on the beach with some friends, but they're like, No, we're paddling out Gators, and I was like, Sick, I'm down. And I like checked it and I was watching, I was like, I'll snap my longboard in this. So, you know, I just decided to bring out a wave storm, um, which wave storms are fun to charge like bigger waves on, in my opinion, but you need a good leash. And I didn't have a good leash. And I was pretty taxed. Like I was paddling back out to tell my buddies like, yo, I'm done. I'm going to go in. But like, it was big enough that you want to let them know you're going in, you know, and you keep tabs on them. And as soon as I get out to the lineup, I'm like, oh my God, I can't even move. A cleanup set comes through. And I'm like, I'm not going to make it over. I took like all seven waves on the head, leash broke, wave storms getting pushed into rocks and stuff. And I'm just like the undertow at Gators, it pulls you down and out. So I'm just like getting slowly pulled down and out. And I'm like, oh my God, like, oh, like, and anyone who surfs knows like panic equals death in the ocean. So like stay calm, count my breasts, count the waves, it'll end. But there's no lifeguard at that beach. And I was like, like, this is how people die. This is like no one's gonna see me. No one's gonna know. And luckily my buddy was turning to take off on a wave and just like turned and saw me and was like, oh my god, and came and helped me in. But yeah, it's it's no joke here.
0: What are some of your favorite surf spots in Hawaii?
1: So I my favorite spot is called Cammies. Um It's a good wave. I it is it's my absolute favorite. I it's like one of those waves that people will be like, I'm pretty sure I met you out at Cammie's. And I'm like, yeah, that, that was me. <laughs> um, but I go places that they're on crowds. So I like Cammie's. I like overs, I like this place called Mary's. Yeah, I don't do well in the crowds, So I'll I'll scope out the kind of lesser known waves.
0: The crowds suck. They're so gnarly. They and that place is getting they so bad. Pat- no matter what island you're on, it's so gnarly.
1: After COVID, everyone was like, like I can work abroad. I'm going to move to Hawaii. And like I don't blame you. It's epic, don't get me wrong, but it definitely got a lot more crowded and like everyone got the stimulus checks and it was awesome for the shapers, but everyone got a surfboard. And so it's like now everyone <laughs> surfs, which is it's cool, it's That's cool, so but funny. it's also like, you know, there's a lot of people out now.
0: What kind of boards do you ride?
1: Um so my bread and butter board is a high pro longboard. Sick. That's like my I'll take that out and overhead to Half an ankle size surf, but that's my go-to. But I really like single fins. Single fins like, are like sick. The cruising, yeah, yeah.
0: If you could go to a break right now and just surf by yourself, where would you choose? Not just Hawaii, but like out in the whole entire world.
1: Out in the whole world, honestly. If I could surf it by myself, Makaha.
0: Makaha, so I would sick. say
1: like overhead Makaha. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it gets crazy it's, there. It's just yeah.
0: I surfed a swell there. It was a straight west swell and it was like probably 40, 50 foot. It was insane. Like it was really gnarly. There were only like five guys out. I went with my buddy Jamie and a couple of the guys and I was so scared. Like it was so gnarly, but it was really fun. It was really cool. I've actually spent a lot of time on on the the west side too at Makaha and like camped over there and stuff. But for the people listening in, I wouldn't recommend uh, just going there and, you know, camping there. (laughs) It gets no, gnarly. No,
1: and there's actually um, camping's like really illegal over there, and they have people that come and check. So if you ever do camp on Hawaii, just make sure you know you're camping in like a safe spot somewhere that it's allowed because um, the cops or someone will come mess with you otherwise. So, but have you ever surfed Miley? Um, no, I over haven't. Over Westside? No. Oh, Miley's sick. It's a sick
0: level. I've life. like only surfed Makaha, I think. No, I've surfed a couple waves over there, but Makaha mostly.
1: If you're ever back again, you should check out Miley Miley. is. Sick. It's
0: crazy. I haven't been in the North Shore in probably like two years, which is it, everybody's like, oh, listening in right now. Oh, you haven't been in the North Shore in two years. I used to go every single year for like months out of the year. So it's like for me to not be on the North Shore for two years. I'm like, whoa, this is kind of weird. It's kind of a weird thing. But um, are you surfing every day there?
1: If there's a wave? Yeah, every And if there's waves, it tends to be about two times a day. I'm really lucky with my work. Um, I kind of get to like I work for a surf shop. so they like understand yeah i work a surf shop in a horse barn so i do like a lot of the like kind of like accounting managing for the glassing factory at the surf shop because we like make a lot of boards for the north shore we glass Pizels, town and countries um rainers a lot of the big names up here so it's cool i get to like put my hands on all the boards that goes through learn a lot meet all the glassers meet all the shapers it's really cool That's epic. that being said i'm allowed to like surf early then go into work and then maybe leave to surf midday and then come back and then leave to surf again.
0: That's so sick. It's nice. (laughs) Talk to me about diving. Do you dive a lot on the, in Hawaii?
1: A little, honestly, diving is like my flat water activity, um, as it is for most people, but I don't crave the flat water. Like a lot of like hardcore divers do. Um, my go-to diving, I tend to shell dive a lot. Um, it's like an Easter egg hunt. I think it's really fun. (laughs) Um, I've dabbled very mildly in cave diving, and I've learned it is not for me. <laughs> it is terrifying. Um, but it's, I just, I just kind of want to be in the water no matter what. So diving will be like my go-to. I'm actually trying to get – when I was in Florida, um, my brother is a commercial fisherman or works as one. I don't really know what he does, but I know he works as a
0: commercial fisherman sometimes. <laughs> That's so sick.
1: And I'll go out – <laughs> I'll go out fishing with him a lot. And he would take me diving and told me or taught me how to use like the three prong sphere. Yeah. So I'm trying to get back into that over here. Sick. I used to cast net a lot over there. So I kind of want to get back into that over here. And, um,
0: yeah, that's rad.
1: Be able to like catch my own dinner. You Absolutely.
0: hundred percent. There's really good fishing there. Um, would you say that Hawaii has allowed you to become a, a lot better of a surfer with their, the waves and the power and everything?
1: Yeah, I would not be the surfer I am today if it wasn't for um, living here and just having access to like all these waves, like you said, all year round. And I'm not opposed to driving. So if there's a swell on the other side of the island, I'll be there. Like, that's kind of what my life revolves around. And there's very few other places in the world where you can surf as much as I do throughout the entire
0: year. Yeah, absolutely. It's pretty crazy. Like, you're right. Like, there is a lot to do there. And like, if you're a water person, like if you can be in the ocean every day, you will find something to do every day, which is pretty sick. It's pretty insane. And diving there is insane. Surfing there is insane. There's crazy hikes. You said you like hiking. So it's pretty amazing. It's a great place. I just get so landlocked. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like, I don't know. It's weird. It's funny that we're talking about this. My buddy, uh, do you know who Finn McGill is? He's he lives in, he he lives in Pupa He's a professional surfer, grew up surfing pipe and stuff, but he's actually cruising over right now. I'm helping him with his dirt bike. But, um, it's just funny that we're doing this podcast right now because I'm like talking to you about Hawaii and stuff. And then he's cruising over. Anyways. Yeah. It's, that place is amazing. There's so much, there is a lot to do there. And then when the winds get gnarly, you can go sail and like do cool stuff. But, um, do you, do you miss Florida? Do you miss being on land and being able to do a lot?
1: Um, not really. I miss my family. Like I am such a family person. I literally talk to my parents every single day, um, every single day. So that's really hard. But other than that, no, I'm not like a, I'm not like a nightlifer. Like everyone who knows me knows I am notorious for going to bed at like 8 PM. To me too. Um, Sick. like I get cranky. If you keep me up <laughs> late, I almost get annoyed. It's a problem. Um, but I like, I'm not a nightlifer goer outer. so, I don't miss any of that. And there's none of that up here. Um, we used to have surf for the bar. They took that away. So there's nothing. Um, but I don't, that, that doesn't phase me. Um, if I ever like, which is rare, if I'm craving like a city life, I'll run down to Waikiki throw myself in like the whole foods, Alamoana area. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good to live back North shore again. <laughs>
0: like, That's epic. Um, yeah. I love If it. you're not surfing, if you're not diving, what's your uh, routine over there?
1: Um, I, so I work at a horse barn as well. I used to lead a lot of the trail rides, but, um, after about three years of being on the same trail, I was like, um, I'm kind of burnt out on this. And I work for the most amazing boss who has kind of adopted me as, um, I'm like his Hanai daughter, which in Hawaii, Hanai means like Island family. Um, yeah. So they really took me in and now I just kind of go up there and play with the ponies when I want. And, um, like I run their social media and I grew up with horses, so it's nice to, like, have that, like, little creature comfort to be able to go to. Um, Absolutely. And so I'll do that a lot. I'll go hang out. And that's up Pupakea, where your buddy lives. Um, I'll go hang out up there. I do yoga a lot. So I'll, I'll go do, like, um, my friends, they own the, the Ruka Jiu-Jitsu gym, the Sunset Beach one. And they're so kind. They let me, like, use it for a yoga studio whenever they're not doing class or whatever. So I'll go over there and do that um
0: it's pretty crazy like how welcoming the families are in Hawaii it really is it it's is it cool. is
1: it's they will give you what you give them so if you come with respect yeah. and love and you know essentially Aloha um they're gonna give it back yeah and it's it's epic I I it's epic I love it the amount of love on this island' is crazy it's
0: pretty sick I I miss it I miss it everybody listening in right now you got to go to Hawaii no matter what island you go to I mean everything's different you can go to the big island and go snowboarding like it's pretty crazy. Like it, it really is amazing. Um, and the water's warm and the winds can get good and the surf can get really good. So it's, it's a great place to be really good place to be. Um, you have social media, don't you? Instagram, everything like that. Shout out your uh, social media.
1: So my Instagram is Casey Marie, um, K A -S S E E Y underscore M A R I E E. Um, pretty sure that's, yeah, that's my only social media. That's sick. But I love that. I, <laughs> I actually, I recently got Facebook. Um, but my like header thing, it's only for Facebook marketplace. Love Facebook. Marketplace. <laughs> I have like a weird addiction to it. And my header literally says I'm only here for the marketplace. Cause like all my aunts and stuff try to follow me. And I'm like, no, like, that's
0: so sick. Oh,
1: this is just
0: to buy boards and stuff. <laughs> that's so epic. Yeah. Instagram is but- <clears throat> super good, but I find myself on there way too much. So I try to try to be off it now but it's fun it can be fun
1: yeah it's it can be a rabbit hole for sure but I also I I talk to people about this a lot and it's like having a healthy relationship with social media is so cool because Instagram really does allow you to like get in touch with so many people around the world that you wouldn't like never be able to talk to before this and like that's so cool to me um but there's yeah it's definitely you got to find your balance
0: absolutely do you guys have waves coming up
1: So we had like a little hurricane swell kind of thing. Um, And it it got to about like shoulder. There was a couple of head high waves coming through um, and surfed that like every day this past week. Today was about probably the last day of that. Um, And then I think it's going to get flat, which I think town has a swell town South Shore. um, I think they have a swell coming through in about a week, but I leave on the 14th for El Salvador. so. I'm kind of starting to get into like trip mode and get my boards together and stuff and figure out what I'm bringing.
0: Rad. Well, you're going to have fun there. I love El Salvador. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for hopping on.
1: Yeah, of course. Thanks for, thanks for your time. And, um, it was great talking with you. Yeah,
0: you too. Everybody listening in, uh, thank you again for listening into today's podcast and we'll catch you next time.
1: Awesome. Thanks guys.
0: Thanks for listening in to Above and Below a Salt Life podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Real Salt Life. If you've enjoyed this episode, rate and review us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast to help spread the word. And remember, stay salty.